0: Welcome to episode 48 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Reena Misha, and I am incredibly glad that you're here. If you're a busy mom like me, who's trying to manage it all, you are in the right place. Because in this podcast, you'll hear all kinds of ways to make life calmer, more organized, and even happier. Welcome to today's podcast. Thank you for being here. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about three things that I've learned as a working mom. And of course, I've probably learned about a thousand things. So limiting it to three is actually quite difficult. So I chose the three things that I thought were the most important. The things I would personally like to be reminded about today, because we all need reminders of what we've learned. And to make sure that we practice them, because that's the hard part, right? Is actually doing what we've learned. Who knows? Maybe we'll make this into a series and we can keep talking about things that we've learned. But till then, let's talk about some lessons that are going to help you juggle everything. Help you juggle things with some more calm, some laughter, and maybe even some more energy. (music) Welcome to our episode today. I hope you're doing well. I have to say that one of my favorite things as part of this podcast is the Facebook community that we've built. Because when I'm talking here to you and nobody's in the room with me, I still feel like I'm talking to you because I'm getting to know you through my Facebook community. If you're not already a member Definitely join because it's so great hearing what's going on with you, how your week is going. It really takes this podcast and it makes it more personal. So definitely join if you're not already a member. Today's episode came from a post that I made a few weeks ago, and I asked the women in the community, what are the things that they've learned since becoming being a working mom? And at the end of the episode, I'm going to share some things that they shared with me. But for today's episode, I'm going to tell you the three most important things that I feel like I've learned. But before we get started, I thought we should do a fun exercise. Okay, so if you're ready and you're willing to do this with me, go ahead and think back to the year before you had your first child. For some of you, this wasn't long ago, so this won't be difficult for others of you this may be going back quite a time i want you to imagine a year before you had your first child so you weren't even pregnant yet this is going to be good right what year was this for me this was 2007 what year was it for you and i want you to think about how you looked what kind of clothes did you wear were you coloring your hair how did you look Where did you live? Are you in the same house you live now? Were you in an apartment? Where did you live? And what job did you have? Think about what you did every day, who your coworkers were, who were your friends, and what were you thinking a lot about? (laughs) That's going to make you laugh. So let's imagine this life before kids. And I'll tell you what mine looked like, okay? So I already said 2007 was the year. My hair did not need coloring. It was curly and it looked really, really good. (laughs) Though at the time I didn't appreciate it. And I had a new for me job. I was in a new department. My coworker was kind of like a grandfather and I loved working with him. And he gave me all kinds of awesome advice. But I had no idea what I was thinking about. (laughs) If I think back to that, I think I was thinking about my hobbies maybe a lot about work, probably about what I was watching on TV. I would watch terribly violent TV back in the day, (laughs) really awful shows, shows that I cannot watch now. I do not have the stomach for it. And I was very, very busy because between working and my community and my parents and my family, I was not bored. Can I just tell you? I was not bored. And if you think back to yourself back then, What were your thoughts about being a working mom? Think about that person before kids. What did you think about being a working mom? I'll tell you what I thought about. (laughs) That is, I absolutely refused to think about it. I remember my coworker, the one I just told you about, who was like a father or a grandfather to me. He would always tell me stories about once I had kids, how I was going to change and all of this stuff. But I refused to think about it. I would totally block it from my mind because I knew my life was already way too busy with obligations. I had long work days and I couldn't even consider how this huge other responsibility could even fit into my life. I'm going to tell you the truth. It couldn't even come into my head. And I was scared. I was really, really scared because I knew I was busy and I knew how could I handle being even more busy. I couldn't even comprehend. And even when I was pregnant, I refused to think about it. It could be a challenge. And I was not up to addressing it in my mind. I was terrified. So my avoidance strategy was to just not think about it. And I actually don't regret that because if I had known in 2007 how hard it was, I may have been so panicked, I would have missed the beauty of my pregnancy because I would have been so scared and so upset. So I don't think denial is always so bad because it could help us cope. But what happened for me is once I went back to work, it was like I was hit with a ton of bricks. It was really, really hard for me to figure out how to balance this, how to be a really good mom, not a perfect mom. (laughs) We had another episode, a good enough mom, how to be a really good employee, how to do everything and not drop the balls. So I want to dedicate this episode. I want to dedicate this episode to that sweet woman, to the woman I was. And who you are before you had your first baby. To how she may have been thinking. Maybe a little panicked. Oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. And my thoughts on this episode is that this is to help ease her. Help ease her in so she knows what to expect. And she wasn't broadsided like I was. Like you may have been. Because the things I'm going to share with you today Are probably things you know. You know them, okay? Nothing I say is gonna be a surprise. But I'm gonna tell you, if you implement them and you implement them well, that is difficult. That is one thing that most working moms don't do. And I myself, I'm the one telling you this episode, I'm the one telling you this advice, and I'm not a hundred percent there. But we need to keep talking about things. Because the things I'm going to discuss are things we fight against. We do not want to do them. And if you're not like that and you don't fight against them, then congratulations. It's because you've learned better. You've learned and you've integrated them into your life. And the goal is to keep trying, okay? Keep trying. Just like I told you, I'm the one giving this talk and I'm not 100% there. Because sometimes we fail. We don't do it right. But keep trying so one day they become a habit and they feel easy. So you could go back to that sweet woman before you had a child and you could tell her it's going to be okay. There are lessons that you're going to learn that are going to help you and you're going to be able to juggle it all. And you're going to be fine and you're going to thrive and your children are going to thrive and every part of your life is going to thrive because you're going to know these things and you're going to live them. So let's get started. Lesson number one, and I have to start with the foundational. The most important and the foundational is that self-care is not optional. And this is the most important lesson of all. And it's especially hard for newer moms. And (laughs) if you're a newer mom, please do not roll your eyes and say you have no time for this. Because I talk to many new moms and that's what they tell me. They say that, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about. They have no time for self-care. And (laughs) I understand. I understand things are rough now. But experienced moms will tell you that self-care is not a joke, you know, and we're going to tell you this because society will tell you the opposite. Society will tell you that to be a good mom, you need to sacrifice for your kids. (laughs) That's what they're going to tell you. Okay. But you know, our community is not like that. We're going to tell you the truth. And we're going to tell you that if you would like to be a screaming, miserable mom who never sleeps, then just go ahead and just don't do any (laughs) self-care. Just don't do any self-care. But you know what? We don't want that for you. We do not want that for you. Our society makes that sound funny, right? How many jokes are there about moms wearing yoga pants or sweatpants? They drink too much coffee and too much wine. Well, I'm here to say that is not funny. It is very, very damaging because it perpetuates this belief that we should not be taking care of ourselves. That's kind of dangerous. So I was talking to another mom. Sometimes I do Zoom calls with other moms in my community, so I know what's going on with them. And this way, I know what to talk to you about in the podcast. And this woman who has now become a friend, she's really, really sweet. She told me about a quote that she saw. And you see it everywhere, okay? (laughs) I've seen it a million times. And let me tell you how the quote goes. The quote is like this. A mother is a person who, seeing there are only four pieces of pie for five people, promptly announces she never did care for pie. This quote is by Geneva Jordan. And this quote set her off. She was so mad. She told me she couldn't even calm down. Because on the surface, this sounds wonderful, right? A mom will sacrifice her pie for her children. That's what a mother is. You know what, my friend, that is BS and I will call it like it is because what is that mom teaching her children? Yeah, that mom is teaching her children that they are more important than she is, right? That's what she's showing them. The kids know she likes pie. She's saying, oh, I don't need to have. It's okay. I'll be the martyr. What kind of lesson is that for your child? You really want your child growing up thinking that their mother should murder herself for you? (laughs) You really think that? I'm going to tell you that growing up, we did not have a lot of money. And I literally remember my mother dividing up this cake. I could still picture it. It was a pastry. It was chocolate on the bottom and this marshmallow on top. And she was dividing it for all of us in the whole family. There were four of us kids. And us kids understood there was not a lot to go around. And you know what? No one would let my mother not have her peace. Nobody. And that's the kind of kids you want to raise. You do not want to raise kids who think it's okay for their mothers to sacrifice. You want your kids to learn to be respectful of their mother and respectful to everybody else to notice when a pie needs to be recut. And it's the same with self-care. If we do not do our self-care, what lesson are we teaching our kids? What are we teaching our sons and daughters? How are we showing them how to live life if we're not even doing our basic self-care If we're not sleeping, if we're wearing ratty clothes, if we don't take the time to exercise because maybe taking them someplace is more important, what lesson is that to our children? And what are we doing to ourselves? What are we doing to ourselves? We're showing other moms that this is okay. Every time we make a joke and we say, oh, I'm going to go drink some wine. Whatever it is, and I'm not going to take care of myself, we are showing other moms that this kind of society is okay, and I don't think it's okay. I do not think it's okay. It's not good for our children, and it's not good for us. So join me to stop perpetuating this harmful culture that it's okay for a mom to give up Better for a mom to teach her kids problem solving, right? There's only four pieces of pie. There's five of us. What can we do? How can we all have pie? Think about how that would change our children, how it would change us. We teach our children problem solving. How beautiful. Let's take a more practical problem. We want to go on a walk and we have young kids. How can we solve this problem? Well, let's talk to our kids. You know what? I bet you they would come up with a solution, a solution that would fit everybody. It would be total win-win for you, total win-win for your child. Let's give them the opportunity to see us taking care of ourselves, to help us problem solve when we want to take care of ourselves, but we don't have the time. Let's let the next generation of children understand That you can't give what you don't have. You can't give to others if you're not taking care of yourself. And that selflessness, when we're being a martyr, it doesn't teach our kids good things. Right? What is it teaching our kids? So let's do away with that culture, that joking culture that it's okay for moms to not take care of themselves. And like I told you, I'm not 100% there yet. One thing I struggle with is buying what I need, okay? I feel very guilty when I buy things for myself for some reason. When I buy clothes, whatever it is, anything I need, I feel very guilty. So you know I'm good at exercising, I'm good at eating right, but we all have something that we need to work on. So for me, that's it. And as I say this today, I'm telling you, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on buying myself what I need. I'm able to buy my children what they need. So I am going to work on this form of self-care. So do you agree with me that if we knew going in that self-care is not optional, how much would that have helped us as a new mom? When I think back to myself and those first few months and those first few years, If I had only known that, if I had only known that this culture that I was exposed to was not right, and that I wasn't supposed to be sacrificing every minute all day to my children, what a difference that would have made. What a gift. All right, let's move on to the second lesson. And the second lesson I wish I had known before I had kids was to keep everything as simple as possible. This one is a hard one for me in particular because I like to make everything beautiful and perfect and wonderful and keeping things simple does not come naturally. But it was so funny because last week we had dinner and I made my kids pizza. I went to Trader Joe's and I bought this $1 pizza crust and I put sauce and cheese on it. And you know what? They actually ate it. (laughs) They ate their dinner and they enjoyed it. And I thought to myself, wow. (laughs) Here I make these fancy dinners. I usually make my crust from scratch. They don't touch them. I spend $1 buying a crust and everything is good. The more simple we can keep things, the better it is. The happier the kids will be, the happier we'll be. And I Envy the moms who this comes naturally to. You know, some moms are so good at this. (laughs) I am so jealous of you. If you're one of those moms, I can't even. I cannot even. Because simple is actually hard. So if you're already doing this, amazing. Because we all want to have our house be perfect, our kids to eat perfectly perfectly. We want everything to be perfect. So we complicate things. You know, we make a special dinner that took us an hour and then the kids don't touch it. But what I've learned as a working mom is that the more we can keep things simple, the more likely we'll be successful. The more likely that we'll actually knock things off of our to-do list, which of course will make us feel like a total rock star the happier and the less stressed we're going to be. I mean, it's a total win-win to make things more simple, but I think it's even harder to do this now than it was when I first had my child in 2008, because now we have so much social media, you know, we have Pinterest, we see perfect, and it makes us want to be perfect. But just like we have so much more social media We now also have so many more resources. We have podcasts like this one where people are reminding us, keep it simple. But you know, like I started off saying, I'm not 100%. You know, we can all use some help. And I'm going to show you a way where I've improved because we can all get better. So one thing that I have a hard time with is buying furniture. Ugh. I hate buying furniture because I want it to look beautiful and furniture is expensive and it's a big decision. And we have needed chairs in our living room for, it's been a few years now. And then a few weeks ago, I said, you know what? I'm going to find the most simple way to do this because this is ridiculous already. So I went online. I went to a site called Wayfair.com. I found a few chairs. I had my family help me pick the one that we were going to get. And you know what? For $200, I got my chair. It looks beautiful in the living room. I'm going to buy a second one to match. Done and done. It even had free shipping, okay? That is what I call simple. We don't need to overcomplicate everything, but it's so hard to do simple, right? It's so hard because in my mind, I'm thinking, what if the chair isn't comfortable? What if it doesn't look right? You know what? Who cares already, right? Who cares? Enough is enough. (laughs) Let's keep things simple. All right. So now let's talk about the third thing that I wish my before child self knew. Okay. (laughs) And this one is going to surprise you. But remember I said I asked in my Facebook group and somebody actually said this one. I had already decided what I wanted to tell you and somebody said this. So it's not just me. But lesson number three is that bedtime is not optional. Not for us and not for our kids. And I remember before having kids, I would always laugh at families who I saw were too rigid. You know, the mom who ran out of a party to put her kid to bed. Oh, I could just smack the before child me. Can I just say? Because I judge that mom. I was like, you know, why does she have to do that? I was so naive. Okay. It's a good thing I became a mom. So I would learn not to judge. (laughs) Judging is awful, isn't it? So anyway, now that I am a mom, I know that I need my sleep. My kids need their sleep. And when we all get our sleep, we're all happier. Everything feels easier. Life is better, especially, you know, when our partner gets their sleep. That's really important also. I mean, if you want to have a really bad day, go ahead and stay up all night watching Netflix, you know? Have your kids stay up with you. Have the whole family stay up. And let's see how well you do the next day. And a lot of the time... We literally cannot sleep because our kids won't go to bed or something is going on. And it is hard. (laughs) It is hard, isn't it? So the days that we can get sleep. I want to tell my 2007 self, (laughs) you need to focus on that. If your child is going to sleep and you can get to sleep, you need to do that. (laughs) I wish somebody had told me that. And I wanted to bring it up to you today because I think this is one of the biggest challenges for many, many moms. Because for me in life, lack of sleep is one of my biggest issues because then I have no energy and it keeps me from getting stuff done. It keeps me from being present with my kids. It keeps me actually from enjoying my life. So (laughs) I kind of wished I had known that going in. That if stuff happens and I can actually go to sleep, you know, if my kids fall asleep, whatever, I need to get me some rest. So I wanted to share that with you because that is so incredibly important and is not overrated, right? (laughs) Rest is so incredibly important. So those were my top three. Number one, self-care is not optional. Number two. Keep everything as simple as possible. And number three, bedtime is not optional. Do not stay up late doing Netflix, reading, cleaning the kitchen. You need your rest. How do those sound to you? Do those sound like they would help you if you had known those before you had kids? Maybe, maybe not. Because sometimes we know things, but to actually apply them, that's difficult. That is really, really hard. So whether you've been a mom for a while or whether you're a new mom, I hope these lessons remind you to do these things, you know, to remind you to take care of yourself, remind you to keep it simple, remind you to rest. So, so important. So now let me share what some ladies on our Facebook group said they've learned from being a working mom. Now, We had a lot of responses, and I wish I could share them all, but I'll randomly pick a few that I think you'll enjoy. So Jessica said something very interesting. Jessica said she learned that balance is very individualized, and it can't be compared to someone else's balance. Don't you love that? Just like we talked about, I learned not to judge other moms. So she learned don't compare yourself to other moms. For other moms, balance looked different than her balance. Linka said that she learned that every moment counts. Isn't that important? Every moment counts. And Elizabeth got a standing ovation from me because she said, self-care is not selfish. You can't give your best self to your family if you aren't taking care of yourself. Move your body, drink your water, and do something you enjoy for you often. Wow, (laughs) she's a poster child for the Balanced Working Moms community, could I just say? That is a really good lesson. Carrie said that she learned playing a board game or reading with my kids is more important than a spotless house. So true, right? To be in the moment. Don't worry so much about the things that don't matter. Lindsay said, to give yourself grace, to ask for and accept help, and remember to make real and meaningful eye contact with your kids. Oh, don't you love that? In other words, she's saying, get off your phone and look at your kids. (laughs) I knew that because I've talked to her. And that's what that means to her. Really be present with your kids. Don't be doing something else and also be with your kids. For her, being in the moment is so important. Now, Ariella, now she is one of our Facebook comedians. (laughs) We have a few of them in our group who are always making jokes. I love her. She writes, do your best and hope God doesn't laugh at your plans. Amen, Ariella. (laughs) Did you love it? (laughs) And I'm curious, what have you learned since becoming a working mom? I invite you to think of the most important lessons that have made a difference to you. What has really helped you as a working mom? And I want you to also pat yourself on the back and realize how far you've come from that woman we were talking about when we first began this episode, the skills you've gotten, how you've changed in so many good, beautiful ways. You know, so many moms, they focus on what they haven't done yet. You know, the skills they're trying to get. More productive, a cleaner house, better dinners. My friend, I invite you to pause and write your own list. Write your own list of what you've learned. Just like the ladies in my community did. Just pause. It won't take long. Just think, what have you learned as a working mom? How are you better? What would you tell yourself before you had kids that would have helped her? And once you make your list, and I hope you really do this, even if it's only in your mind, I would love for you to live your list, right? Live it. Don't just know, okay, I should make things simple. Live it. Find ways to make things more simple. Whatever's on your list, do it more. More as if you are going back in time and teaching your pre-child self what you need to know. And you know what? I'm going to keep working on what I told you. I'm going to keep working on finding ways to not feel guilty when I buy myself something. To buy myself more of what I need, guilt-free. So if you want, Feel free to join the Facebook community and let us know what you're going to be working on. What are you going to keep improving as you learn and you grow in this beautiful journey? Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would absolutely love for you to schedule a free call and we can talk about your own individual challenges. You already know that I absolutely love helping busy working moms organize their lives, find time to get things done, while also finding the time to take care of themselves. So incredibly important. You gotta have the self-care. To schedule a call, go to balancedworkingmoms.com slash services. I look forward to talking to you.